Welcome to the Tag Your It Podcast, everybody. I'm Ray Ray, and if uh, you don't notice, Dave is not here, man. Um, he is uh, at a camp with his church and his youth kids uh, this week, so that's why we had a plan not to have a show this week. And we just to let you know, um, I've uploaded um, our interview with Ben Hawkins that we did up in Jeff City. So that uh, came out at 5 o'clock. Um, the, so just an hour ago, it's on the podcast. And so, um, but in the meantime, uh, we had did the podcast on UFOs, aliens, and how we should respond last week. And I've got a guest, Will Hoffman, that's uh, with me via FaceTime in the studio with us to talk about that because he had um, given us some good feedback uh, um, he had agreed with the show and all that kind of stuff, and it excited me because I did not know this aspect of Will. So, Will, tell everybody hi, um, reintroduce yourself. You've been on the show before, um, talking about Mormonism, and now we've got you coming onto the show to kind of give us a little bit of insight into this uh, realm of the extraterrestrial. Well, you know, it, it, hi everybody. Uh, my name is Will, and. Uh I work with uh, Mormonism, with the Missouri Baptist Apologetic Network, uh, and uh, I, I like aliens. Um, I, I guess a little a little fun aspect of that is that, uh, you know, remember the show Battlestar Galactica? Mm. Uh, that was actually created by returning Mormon missionaries. Mm. So, uh so just tying it all together. Why not yeah. Mormonism, UFOs, all that fun stuff? Yeah, because I mean, just an interesting uh, little uh, tidbit about Battlestar Galactica. They kind of use the couplet, don't they? Um, that is oh, made yeah. famous. Uh, the uh, as he once was, we are, and what he is now, we will become. Um, as far as like eternal, um, the I guess the eternal. Um, godness of what you can become as a Mormon. So that does relate into um, this, like he says, uh, relates into the whole aliens and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of interesting. Oh, yeah. It, there, I mean, even the, there's a concept in that with the 13 tribes uh, out in space. And I mean, it's all Mormon doctrine. And hmm. they even specified the Lords of Kolob, which Kolob is the the star closest to the planet where the Mormon God is supposed to be. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's an interesting little tidbit, uh, and it all ties in. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, I basically just get this thing started uh, with uh, what we have here. Um, but, yeah, like I said, uh, Will um, watched the show last week, and then he got a hold of Dave and I over Messenger and just and was going, hey, I agree with you guys, uh, what your conclusions were. He was excited about it um, and then just told us that he's uh, part 
of a, uh, a club. He's been into this stuff. And so, again, that's what got me excited about, um, hey, let's do a show in the absence of Dave anyway. And Dave gave us the okay. Um, so, um, so, like I said, uh, Will is a Missouri Baptist Apologetics Network apologist along um, with, uh, with uh, Dave and I and others. And, again, we've had him on the show. Um, he's also the uh, pastor of Rising Sun Baptist Church. And what city is that in again? Uh, well, the mailing address is Avaz, but it's out yeah. by Hatton. Uh, needless to say, it's in between a cornfield and another cornfield. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's uh, with us here in Missouri. Um, he's got a really good uh, story behind him and everything. So if you ever have the chance to meet Will, uh, take it, and you might be able to meet him at some sort of Baptist uh, convention coming up uh, where he's hanging out with us, too. So he'll be there. Um, but anyway, I will be there, yes. Yes, that's right. So, um, so yeah, he gave us the um, feedback, and so about how he's a part, he's been a part of something that deals with UFOs and aliens and all that stuff. So, um, how did you, uh, I guess, to get there? How did you uh, first get started in this? I mean, you just sort of mentioned uh, Mormonism and and tying it all together, but how did you get into this fascination, other than say Battlestar Galactica and stuff like that? <laughs> Well, I mean, in all reality, I think it. I think it all goes back to my childhood. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I like sci-fi, Star Wars, Star Trek, everything like that, and you know, just having that that fascination with things of the sci-fi stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. Area Fifty One, Roswell. It's always been an interest to me. So, when I became a Christian later on in my in my early twenties. I also like to think outside the box with mm -hmm. evangelism. Yeah. So trying to do the things that I like, trying to incorporate um, comic books, sci-fi, you know, all those aspects uh, into evangelism, you just got to think outside the box. So I tried to connect the two, but it, it really actually did not start until I made it out to Utah hmm. uh, when I was a pastor in Utah for for you for. A few years, and that's actually where this ministry really took off, was uh, in Utah. Nice. So you get to Utah, you're among these people, um, you're finding out about them. So like whenever you're in Utah, I guess to kind of uh, put that, are you, were you um, in Mormonism at all? Were you Baptist? Or where were you in that uh, um, place? No I, um, no, I was never Mormon. I just okay. you know always felt led to study Mormonism, reach you. out to Mormonism, and then, uh, yeah, it just so happened there was a church in Utah looking for a pastor. I submitted my resume, and uh, me and my family uh, hauled up and moved out there in 2010, and, you know, going into that area, you know, just trying to meet the people, trying to learn about the area, uh, the, the culture out there, all of that, Um there was a guy in, in our Bible study on Wednesday night, and he actually mentioned a place called Skimwalker Ranch. Hmm. And uh, this is a, actually a movie was just made about it uh, not too long ago. Um, but it, it piqued my interest because they talked about uh, a lot of native uh, culture stuff that was going on out there. A lot of different, you know, UFOs and all this other stuff. And then the crazy thing was that this is the only cattle ranch that I know of that had 24-hour armed security. Hmm. So, needless to say, I went to Google. I typed in Skinwalker Ranch, 
contacted some people, and they said, well, there's a guy in the area that you really need to talk to, and they gave me his name. I, you know, I looked him up. Next thing I know, I realized this is the guy right down the street. This is the guy that his bed and breakfast, they have a bunch of UFO sky watching hmm. events. And just so having talked to him, and next thing I know, I'm like involved with this group uh, known as uh, the Utah UFO Hunters, uh, hmm. Hero Paranormal. Um, and I'm like being invited to all these different events. And yeah, I want to. I want to go sit on top of a mountain. I want to look at stars. Uh, but then I thought, started thinking to myself, how am I going to get the gospel to him as well? Yeah. Um, and that was, I mean, it was just like a a snowball effect of getting to know this guy. His name's Ryan Burns. And it's still my, one of my best friends to this this day. And uh, you know, just meeting with him, talking with him. And the next thing I know, I'm sitting on top of a mountain with a bunch of people uh, paying my, my initiation fees into the Utah <laughs> UFO hunters and just sitting around talking with them and doing all these investigations, all this other stuff with them, and then becoming friends with them. It, it's insane. Wow. Wow. So um, are you, I guess, to go on the other side, are you still involved um, in this UFO hunter group? Uh, I am. Uh, and. And sometimes it's just like being like the page administrator for a few of the groups, uh, but still in contact with them, uh, still talking with them. I just, uh, I know the big thing in the news right now is yeah. storming Area 51, yeah. uh, but not less than, I think it was about six months ago, me and Ryan actually went to Area 51 wow. uh, just to hang out. I went out to Vegas where he lives now. Went out there, hung out with them, and ended up going to Area 51 and just seeing what we saw. And, you know, that sort of stuff is I am I am still involved with them, um, not as involved as I used to be because I'm back in Missouri. Yeah. But definitely, uh, definitely still involved with them uh, via online and stuff like that. All right. Well, that's cool. So, um, so you get out there, um, you're meeting people, you're uh, in this group. Um, and while you're in this group, I know you'd mentioned they kind of, they knew, they found out who you were as well. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it wasn't it like you're, you're not creeping in there. You're not, uh, I mean, everybody's got an agenda, but you're not just like creeping in there, um, to just, uh, blow them out of the water to make fun of them. Um, yeah. just, you know, you're actually in there because you're just like, I want to know these people. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, whenever, whenever I, you know, even to this day, uh, if a Mormon comes to the door, Jehovah's Witness comes to the door, I'm I'm up front. I tell them who, tell them who I am, mm -hmm. uh, and this group was, you know, the same because I was like, hey, you know, I'm a Baptist preacher here in town because the sky watching event was in our town. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I'm a Baptist preacher in this town, so I can't stay overnight because I got church in the morning. But yeah. you all are invited. Yeah. Um, awesome. And you know, when you're when you're open like that with with any situation, if people know who you are, it, it really helps the, uh, I'm trying to think of the word, you know, when you're honest with them, they're, they're more open to you and yeah. they're not going to get freaked out by you trying to do that, like undercover thing. And then say, Oh, by the way, I'm a Christian. Let me tell you about Jesus. Yeah. You know, they know who you are. They're comfortable with you. 
and it, it just made it so so easy. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, so they knew about you and then you got to know them. So um, coming from the Christian worldview um, that you have brought to the party that uh, you made known, um, what did, what was their reaction um, to you joining this group? Well, uh, I mean, it was very open. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I remember the I remember the sky watching event we did. Uh, and I mean, the part of Utah we were in, it is very dark. Uh, we we were in what was known as the Uinta Basin, and the Uinta Basin is basically almost think of it like a soup bowl. Mm-hmm. You have mountains all around you. Uh, the closest city is either Provo or Salt Lake City, and those are over an hour and a half, two hours away. Yeah. So there's no light from the city coming in. So you're in one of the darkest areas there can be. Yeah. And we meet, we have a barbecue, we, we talk, small talk, give away prizes, stuff like that. And then we go on top of a mountain um, and we just set up our lawn chairs and we just, you are looking at God's creation. Yeah. You are sitting there looking at the universe, what God created, you know, the heavens and the earth. You're seeing these amazing things. And I'm not talking about UFOs. I'm talking about meteors shooting through the sky into the atmosphere, burning up over your town, hmm. and which we saw, and we were just flabbergasted because it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my awesome. life. That's awesome. Uh, it's so dark out there, you can see literally the satellites cruising across the sky. Wow. And they're all sitting there just looking. They're looking up at the heavens. They're, they're questioning things. They're asking these questions. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, how, how am I going to use this for the gospel? Yeah. And it was probably the easiest thing I ever done in my life because, uh, and I, I say I ever done, but it was completely God. Because as we're sitting there talking about the universe, as we're talking about how life began, what their theories are, they turn to me and they say, well, you're a Baptist preacher. What do you think? And... I'm just I'm I'm just like well thank you God cuz this is the easiest evangelism I've ever had in my life and yeah. I proceeded to share with them creation the creation story what I believed mm-hmm. and they sit there and they listened because the thing with with all of I guess this group of people uh people who look for UFOs, people who look for ghosts, people who look for Bigfoot, all these people, they're looking for answers. Mm-hmm. They're, they got questions. Where did we come from? What is this all about? You know, is there life out there? And they will listen to any, any theory. Mm-hmm. They will listen to any theory that you have. And as I'm sitting there, as I'm explaining to them, you know, what God has done, what he did in creation, how he, you know, created the heavens and the earth, they're listening to every word. Yeah. And it just, it's an easy way to get into the gospel and to share with them because they want to know, they want to know what you have to say. And man, it was, it was just really amazing that that was able to happen. Yeah. So it's like, basically it's kind of like you had your own little Areopagus uh, you know, Athenian moment where you have these people that, you know, Paul describes as very religious, 
Um, uh-huh. They had all this stuff around, and they were always um, kind of just wanting to hear something new or you know a new perspective or whatever. So you got all these open minds, um, you know, really open minds. Now, did you ever come across you know um, in the group on all these kind of things like you know like that that hard line atheist where it's just like totally closed or I mean the pretty much open all around or no I mean like all everyone I talked to I mean they would listen to it and I'm you know I never had somebody just jump up and say oh now I'm a Christian I'm gonna believe every word you say but they listened to what I had to say Mm -hmm. and they were okay with it and I even had people like at the uh, through these conversations, kind of going, so what time is church service tomorrow? You know, yeah. because, uh, you know, they they were looking at me like, well, if you can accept me for believing all this, why don't I come so, see what you have to say? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I never had that, you know, well, you're, you're a Christian, you don't believe in me, uh, so therefore uh, I'm completely against you. Um I never had that once from this group. Uh, now I will say I've had a lot of backlash from other pastors uh, that didn't, well, honestly just didn't get it. So yeah. they immediately rejected it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, so basically uh, coming down to the, down to it, you know, you agreed um, with us that uh, the, these are demonic things. I mean, from your perspective, you believe, you know, you know what God created because he has let us know, you know, he created the heavens, he created the earth, um, he created the animals, the land, the water, um, the planets, the stars, um, and things like that. And that's your worldview. And so, yeah. Yeah. And so you agreed with that. So the only way that these, uh, sort of, whenever somebody comes up and says, you know, I've seen, um, I've seen these, UFOs, you know, they can't be planes, they can't be anything that we've ever made. Um, you know, you know that there's got to be something either, it could be a naturalistic sort of, well, that was um, a weather balloon sort of conclusion, uh-huh. or you can be like, this could be a deception, um, because that, I mean, that was part of their conclusion that, you know, de- demons and Satan are out there to deceive by any means possible. And we invent a lot of things um, to to be able to be used <laughs> by Satan to yeah, yeah. Uh, delude us uh, right back on that. So you agree with that. Um, and so saying that, and I mean, you said that you've gotten some uh, backlash from pastors as well, kind of dismissing everything. Um, do you see um, all, as well from like other pastors, do they not just dismiss uh, these sort of claims or this sort of thing, but do they kind of dismiss you um, in that too, to where they're not really considering what they have to believe as Christians? Well, and uh, from what, from what I've noticed and from what I've explained, you know, I, I'm very honest and I've, I've been on paranormal radio shows and I gave my, my point of view that, you know, when somebody sees a ghost, you know, it's not a ghost because, you know, we know that there is a heaven or hell and we know that if you are a Christian, you're going to heaven. And if you're not, you're going to hell. You're not walking around, you know, with some un, un, Oh, how did they say it on the shows with some <laughs> unresolved issues? Yeah, yeah. Um, but we know that Satan is going to trick people to do that. Yeah, they're going to trick people. He's going to trick people into thinking that there is something else other than heaven or hell. And when even it comes to UFOs and things like that, 
um, he's going to trick us to think there is something else. And yeah. we understand that God created the earth uh, in, in, in Genesis. We, we understand that. Uh, we know that. We believe that. But to think that there's anything else out there, people... That, that leaves it open. So, yeah. uh, whenever I've whenever I've talked to people about this, and even people that have rejected like this type of ministry, um, I, I, I get it. I just get to the point where I, I ask them, "Are you are you dismissing this because you don't know about it? You don't know how to answer these questions? Are you dismissing this because you just you know you're completely turned off by the whole area? Because I, I think the church has uh, definitely found a hole where there's there's no evangelism, yeah. and and this is one of them because it, this is a popular subject. Yeah. Um, you turn on any of you know the cable channels, you know Discovery Channel, uh, Travel Channel, they have shows based on this. Uh, you have companies that are doing uh, here in Missouri. You know we have the the state penitentiary, the old state penitentiary in Jeff City yeah. that does. That does ghost tours, um, but people don't like to, to deal with it because, one, I don't think they know how to explain it, uh, or they've never looked into it. I think they are sometimes can be afraid because you are dealing with a, a demonic source. Uh, this is stuff that is from Satan himself, and I think people get afraid about that. Mm. It's just better, they feel better just not to deal with it than actually you know, putting on the armor of God and going after it and saying, I'm not going to let you ruin these people's lives. Yeah. Um, so it's, I mean, just those people, I, I, any, any Christian watching this, any pastor watching this, don't be afraid to address the subject. Uh, know what you're studying, know what you have to say about it, and then just go after it. Oh, and yeah. just know that God is behind you uh, and he's going to strengthen you. And, you know, we, you were talking about, uh, you know, seeing these things, and I, I'll be honest, I saw things out in the field that I couldn't explain. Yeah. Um, you know, you would see a ball of light going across the sky, and you would just go, wait a minute, what? what is that? Yeah. Um, and you sit there, and and you just, you, it, it, for me, every time I've gotten into a time where I wasn't able to answer it, or I wasn't able to, you know, just sit down and say, okay, what was that, or explain it. I would just, I would first pray, and I would focus everything on God, and just realize that some of the stuff is, it is nature. It is, you know, it is some sort of event happening with nature. I know the, the thing they always say is swamp gas. <laughs> it's just swamp gas. But you got to remember, that's part of God's creation. Um, and just realize that some people are getting tricked, some people are getting fooled, uh, and they think it's something else, but you can use this for, for God. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there's a lot of claims out there, like you just said, you know, like, uh, you know, we're seeing either something flying that we can't identify, um, and then people do investigations and they go, well, that wasn't say a B-52 or it wasn't a uh, commercial airplane. And they go, well, it was in the shape of a cigar or a, a saucer. And, you know, nobody makes stuff like that. Um, th those are a little bit harder, but have you ever experienced somebody that has like had up close, um, like, you know, where they can be like, I had some sort of telepathic communication oh, yeah. and stuff like yep. that. You know, like, like, do you have any 
uh, I guess uh, the question would be like, you know, how, because, because it gets a little bit innocent where we can stay in a hypothetical mode. Um, oh, you saw something could be naturalistic, could be not naturalistic. Um, in that sense, it could be spiritual, but you know, whenever it comes to that contact, um, that's where we really need to, uh, pay attention because we can really deliver the gospel in that. So, um, um, what do you have a story and do you have a story of how you dealt um, with yeah. some of that? Well, the area we were in, uh, there there are two uh, Native American tribes that kind of dealt with this area. You had the Ute Indians and uh, then you had the, the Navajo. And a lot of the history goes into the area in which we lived in Utah. And they, those two uh, tribes, they, they hated each other. Hmm. Um, so they would actually send their medicine men across the land to kill other members of the tribe. Hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I've had friends and I've had even, uh, natives of the U tribe talk to me about these things. And, you know, honestly, I just, I go straight into the, the medicine man aspect of it, the, the false religion of it, uh, but always bringing it straight back to the gospel and saying, yeah, you know, these things could happen, but, you know, this is what the Bible says. You know, we, we know that it, throughout Scripture, you had people who practiced this this dark magic and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, I, I think when uh, Pharaoh had his magicians doing all the stuff that Moses was doing, um, you know, you had things, people doing that sort of stuff, and nothing has changed. Yeah. It, they just, you know, they, they put a new name on it, a medicine man and stuff like that. Uh, and you can always tie that back to, well, what is biblical? What is, what does the Bible say? And how, how you can compare the two. You can, you can test all things through scripture. Yeah. And, and again, you know, you're going to have people that will listen to you about it. You're going to have people, again, this is a very open, open group of people. Um, they will listen to everything you have to say. Uh, and then at the end of the day, just like, uh, just like Paul, uh, uh, there in Acts 17, some went with them and some didn't. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you, you just gotta, gotta take it and share what you can always stand on the truth and, uh, see where it takes you. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's the, basically it's the reliance of the Holy Spirit and not you, <laughs> you know, exactly, uh, especially exactly. dealing with such a, um, subject that can go, um, so many different places all over the place and just you know, not have a logical scheme of getting from point A to point B. Um, uh -huh. But, you know, you introduce Jesus and let God deal with the results. Um, but you've done your good and faithful job. So, you know, as a minister of the gospel, um, how are you able in this context, um, in this style of investigation? How I mean, you got to be guarding yourself, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so how, you yeah. know, what are those things that you... Uh, you know, what do you do and like, what are you thinking about? What are you studying and how are you relying on God um, thinking about these things and approaching this sort of situation? Well, uh, I, I've even in the field when I was like going out there, I, I talked earlier about uh, the area known as Skinwalker Ranch and me, me and my buddy Ryan, we would go out there uh, about once a week for two years. We would just go investigate this and, for me, it was always more of the, the, what are the people doing on the land? And he, he kind of went with a more paranormal aspect of it. 
um, because there was a lot of government tie-ins, but that's a whole nother show right there. Um, (laughs) but, uh, but I mean, I would go out there. I would, you know, we would always have our, you know, survival stuff with us because we would go hike in the, in the Utah desert, uh, up in the mountains and we would need our survival stuff. But I would always have my Bible with me. Um, I got to a point with him where, you know, we would pray before we go because he was actually, uh, his dad was Mormon. His mom was Catholic. Uh, and he actually decided to become Catholic. Uh, mm. so we would always go out there. We would pray together. Uh, we would talk about, you know, the things of God all the time. Um, and just for me, every time I would go out there, I would go out there constantly just to start and just pray and say, God, you know, I'm going to see something that I might not explain. I'm going to be influenced, but I, I'm asking you to guard my heart and allow me to use this to further the kingdom. Um, you know, every, every sky watching event I would go to, I would, I would pray for that. Uh, every time we'd go to Skinwalker Ranch, we would do that. Every time we would even go on a ghost hunt, mm-hmm. man, I, I, I'll tell you that we, we went on a, a ghost hunt one time. And I, again, I say that with air quotes, um, because I, I think it's a, a very demonic thing. Uh, but I would tell, we were in the car and I was like, guys, um, before we do this, uh, I'm going to pray and I'm going to pray out loud. And I'm going to pray in the name of Jesus. You all can sit in the car with me and do this. Um, and then we can go and we'll see what happens. Um, uh, and we're doing it all in the name of Jesus. And everyone in, in that car was just like, absolutely. Let's do that. We need all the protection we can get. Uh, but I was able to lead them in a prayer. I was able to, you know, when we did have something happen in the house, which made us actually run back to the truck, I said, okay, guys, I need to pray because that was, that was weird. And again, I led them all in prayer. Um, and that sort of stuff, it just, it really bond the, the investigating team because they knew not just about the, because they all believe in a spiritual aspect of it. And they knew that I was taking up that that mantle for them as their like spiritual guy to almost in a sense guard them, which I was doing. I was guarding myself, um, but they were all for it, and they wanted they wanted me to do that. Yeah, and then also uh, being the uh, minister of the gospel, you know, you're you're guarding yourself, um, and then also, you know, what I guess what is your defense? Um, of doing stuff like this. I mean, that would be kind of a major thing. So, you know, we're, we've got two, two views to, to look at it from, you know, you've got the world and you've got the church. And so, um, you know, there might be some people out there that would just be like, dude, you're going out and uh, you're seeking the demonic. You believe it's demonic. Why are you doing that? And so what would be your defense um, in that situation? If somebody were to be like, dude, you're, you shouldn't be doing this. Uh, my, my defense has been because I've heard yeah. that I've been I've been told I was not a Christian because I did this. Uh, I was told I should give up my church because I went and did this sort of stuff. Uh, and my defense with with every outside the box evangelism that I do is that we got to think about it like this: those people are dead in sin. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the cure, and if you're not going to do it, then I will. Mm. And 
again, people will either, you know, people may be watching this right now going, this guy is so lost uh, because he's doing this stuff. But just remember, those people who are looking for UFOs, those people who are looking for ghosts, uh, those people who are going to raid Area 51 looking for those aliens, they're all lost souls. Yeah. And it's our obligation, not our choice, our obligation to share the gospel with them. Yeah. And that means for us to, just like Paul did, he walked into that street, he saw the idols, and he said, I need to say something about this. And where was the first place he didn't went? He didn't go into the church house. He didn't yeah. go into the the comfortable spot, he walked straight into the synagogue mm -hmm. and he started having conversations with those people saying, you are religious folks. You believe in this stuff. Let me tell you about Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's what Jesus did. That's what all the apostles did. You know, they, they never just said, Hey, come to my church and I'll tell you the answers. Yeah. They walked into the synagogue and said, I'm, I'm on enemy territory. Uh, and now I'm going to tell you the truth. Amen. Yes. And and that's my defense. They're lost. They're they're going to die in their sins if we're not able to cross that barrier and think outside the box. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. So, um how are you able to discuss uh with others from your worldview that that only the triune God, the universe of planets, stars, and the like, animals and man, angelic and uh, demonic beings exist. How are you, um, I, I know that you're talking about creation, but um, has there been some pretty good headway um, in, of doctrinal, really, teaching um, that you've made? And, um, you know, how are you able to discuss this stuff with them? Um, I, I will say this is, this is a, a good friendship evangelism method. Yeah. Uh, because you're you're building these relationships, you are building uh, a relationship with these people that's going to span years now for me. Um, and what what ends up happening is you you share the gospel with them, you get the gospel right out there, you you share it with them, and then something will happen in this area. Uh, I remember once uh, a buddy of mine, his name is a uh, he goes by Alien Dave online. Uh, I believe his website is aliendave.com. Uh, he's and he's been on a, a Discovery Channel, um, on those alien shows, stuff like that. And I remember he was, uh, we were sitting around talking, and he talked about the, uh, what is it, the super collider over in, uh, is it Sweden? Yeah. Um, and they they came up with the God particle. So he wanted to, he wanted my my input on that. So he said they made this particle that created. You know stuff, and then my immediate response was, "Well, man had to make that device to make that thing." And then you start getting into the doctrine of how God, you know, is sovereign over all things, and then how uh, He has given those guys a mind to build that machine to do that stuff. Yeah. Um, and again, I'm talking to him. I'm telling him about this, and he's listening to every every word I have to say. Because um, he wants a different point of view, mm -hmm. uh, and then as you you know, uh, as you get into these relationships with these people, something will happen in their life where they where they need someone to talk to, and if it be a death in their family, if it be a, just them going through a hard time, and they realize, hey, as a pastor, I'm sure he'll listen to me if I ask, if I can just talk to him. 
And that's how I've gotten a lot of it is just sitting there dealing, talking with them in their hardest times, not even discussing UFOs, not even discussing any paranormal aspect, but just listening to them going through the hardest moments of their life and then sharing how God can get them through that time and sharing, you know, sharing every aspect of what God is and then learning these tidbits of, um, what their past was like, if they went to church when they were a kid, you know, my buddy Dave, like I told you, uh, finding out that he uh, is Jewish Mm. and being able to tie that into, you know, his life and getting personal with them, um, knowing that some of these people, especially in Utah, you know, they grew up Mormon. You could talk about that aspect because they've rejected the Mormon church. They're looking for something and then you go in there and share with them about Jesus and the differences there. Um, I've had so many, so many lasting friendships, so many lasting conversations with these people just because I was there for them. Just yeah. because I didn't just say, well, you, you are some crazy guy that believes in this stuff. You're going to hell. Yeah. Uh, which I know some people, not all, would say. Uh, just write them off because they believe in this stuff, but actually being there for them and eventually sharing with them, uh, you know, who God is, what God did for us, sharing about the the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Because I'll tell you, a lot of these guys, they look to those events in the Bible as almost paranormal events. Yeah. They know about it, and you can e- easily tie in that how great our God is and how, how God can do these amazing things and how he can, uh, how he can bring people back from the dead. You know, um, Jesus can say, Lazarus, come here. Um, and, and the, and that's, a, that's the craziest thing about this. And I'll, I'll say it again. I said it before. These people will listen to everything you have mm. to say. Mm. Uh, and it makes it so easy, but no one wants to do it. Yeah. Well, I mean that's 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 wonderful um, to definitely know um, from firsthand experience. Here, uh, Will has been involved uh, with these people, as you've heard, and uh, so I've seen it so many times that you know, and I've I've done it too. Um, you know, and something that I need to repent of, and instead of uh, flout out dismissing it as as one that preaches the doctrines of grace, um, uh-huh. having a definition of what grace is, it is unmerited favor so if i were to ever they say that well they don't deserve my grace that would be totally tautology and so we need to um as disciples of jesus christ who have been given that grace um we need to act out of that and even if our flesh goes dismiss this person we need to go no i'm going to listen and I'm going to be yeah. there, and you know I'm not going to talk condescending. I'm not going to be, oh, really? You saw something, huh? No, listen, and and be a part of that. Exactly. You would say that yeah. would probably be the very first starting point um, in this process. If you, if one of us were to ever um, have this, I mean, this this extends beyond really aliens um, and all that stuff because why? It's demonic. That's the universal. Is that this is demonic, and so we need to know. Um, how is this uh, delusion? Um, is it delusion? Was it a, a real, I guess you could say a real delusion. They saw uh-huh. something, but it was a delusion of, of what they saw. It was a lie um, that they end up saying, like, this is what I saw. This is what it is. It's not really what it is. Um, it was a lie to get you and keep you 
from, you know, something good from God. And so, you know, the first step, you know, like Will is saying here is know them. They have a name. They're made in the image of God. Yep. Um, God knows them. God knows their name. And so treat them as God would treat them. Know them and listen to them. And I, I think you know, from that, that's all the world of difference. And if you'd say step two is know the gospel, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. don't don't go out there thinking, you know, you're just going to, you know, blow them away with all your knowledge and just they're going to fall down and stuff. But know the gospel. Know how to share your faith. Uh, the biggest thing is to know how to share your faith mm-hmm. um, and just be able to love on them and share the gospel. Because, I mean, uh, you know, I, I remember Ray Comfort saying something one time. He said, if you don't, if you don't love these people enough to share what you love, then you're just, you're not, you don't love them. Yeah. And, uh, and in fact, we don't love God if we, if we're not willing to love on them. Uh, but yeah, know the gospel, uh, know what you believe, uh, and be prepared. Don't just mm-hmm. run out and think I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be able to explain everything that I see, uh, and just take it with a grain of salt. It's, it's a fun ministry, but, but be ready to hear some interesting things. Yeah, yeah. And so um, to conclude, just since, you, since you've talked about this, since people have heard this, uh, where could they go? Um, have you talked about this in articles or anything um, that you have concentrated somewhere? Well, uh, I'm actually working on that now. Okay. Uh, this is, it's, all, it's one of those subjects I've been inching about talking about because, again, there's a lot, usually some backlash that comes with it. And uh, I, when I when I first talked about doing outside the box evangelism, uh, I have I have at least three main categories right now, and I'm adding a fourth one. But it's uh, how to how to share the gospel with UFOs and the paranormal, um, UFOs, ghosts, you know, all that sort of stuff. Uh, doing it via zombies because that's a big topic. Uh, got great Bible verses for that one. And then uh, through comic books and video games, so I'm I'm actively working on that right now. Actually, the show last week really motivated me to start writing on this because I I've seen uh, I've seen that hole. I was talking with uh, David about it this week. There's a hole in evangelism that I've done, but I've never taught people how to do and. And I, you know, I'll repent of that because I've been scared because of the backlash that will that will come on me from people that has come on me from people. But uh, I hope to have the article done by the next uh, Missouri Baptist apologetic newsletter that goes out. Uh, And if if you don't see it there, hit me up on social media and ask me, hey, where is this at? Because sometimes I need to kick in the butt just like the rest. Yeah. We'll kick you in the butt here from Tag then. But anyway, yeah. uh, but you do have a website of stuff that you've done before, right? Uh, yeah, most of my websites and stuff has been really geared towards uh, Mormonism. Yeah. And I have I have things on uh, Facebook like uh, uh, Survival, uh, Survival Church, uh, yeah. which is kind of like church revitalization, but also ties into apologetics and things of that nature. Yeah. Uh, and then Truth for Mormons is on there. And uh, usually if you go to my, my Facebook page, uh, I have uh, Will Hoffman as a site. I, I usually publish everything on those sites. Okay. 
All right. Well, you guys have all that information. If you need to, you know, rewind, um, write all that stuff down. He's got. He's a good resource. That's why um, we have the Missouri Baptist Apologetics Network because we're all kind of in different uh, modes and into different things, uh-huh. and a, you know, it provides a community of people that are committed to encouraging the saints uh, here in Missouri. But we'd like to say and beyond as well. If we um, can be a resource uh, to anybody to edify them, to help them, um, like it says, like he said, be prepared. You know. First Peter says, always being prepared. It's a state of mind. Uh, It's a state of study that does not quit. You cannot retire from. The only way you retire from it is you die. Yeah. And then you go get to be in glory. Can I I tell you (laughs) one last story? Yes. Uh, We we always had a mission team that would come out to Utah. They were from uh, Washington State. And one night I was going out with my friend. Or actually, I took uh, I took the youth that came out in uh, the male youth leaders out to the Skinwalker Ranch because hmm. they, they they heard about it. They wanted to go. Uh, actually, had a military guy with us, uh, and he got freaked out just seeing the setup of the roadblock hmm. there. He he was just like, "That's military. You need to back away and like leave." But one of the female leaders, uh, she asked me the next day. She goes, "Hey, you know, do you really think?" that there are aliens do you really think they're little green men and i just said i'll be honest with you i don't i don't believe in ufos i don't believe in little green men however if one stops and like the the spaceship comes down little green man walks out and i'm first thing out of my mouth is can i tell you about jesus christ (laughs) (laughs) just a little humor that's that's awesome yeah, because I mean that—that's kind of that little dilemma. If you read, um, you know, if they're in the universe and God is the God of the universe and Christ is the Savior of the universe, they would have to, by you know, by implication, yeah. uh, be sinful and need in need of salvation as well. <laughs> so, yep, yep. Yeah. The, the little green men need Jesus too. So, yeah. And uh, yeah, but then again, hopefully you say the word Jesus and you find out the demonic and they split and you don't have to worry about it. Exactly, anymore, so. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, dude, thank you again uh, for coming on to the podcast again um, and just uh, showcasing just some more study. Again, I, I did not know that you're into it, so it's good to learn more about you and uh, yeah. give us more to talk about. Uh, again, the uh, convention is coming around October. Yep. I need to get that October 29th, I think, is whenever I'm supposed to be there on that Monday um, to man it. So, But then again, we'll get to talk uh, then if we don't get to talk about anything else before. Uh, but thank you for all your work uh, with the Missouri Baptist Apologetics Network and um, just oh, no leading problem. the saints uh, at Rising Sun Baptist Church. Um, again, if you're in that area, please go and uh, enjoy communion with the saints. If you don't know Jesus Christ, uh, go to his church and meet the church and uh, hear the gospel. So with that said, I'm going to end this episode of Tagurit Podcast. Um, I'm All right, Ray. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. And you, we got to finish the show. So you're. I'm going to say you know the three the three words right that we end the show. Uh, so oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So, so we got it. We got to do this yeah. right. So um, you take the middle. I'll take the front and the and the back, and we'll call this good. So again, this is the Tagurit Podcast. I'm Ray Ray Soli. Dela Gloria. Yeah.